Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the Close of Business podcast. You're here with Kyle Rodder, of course, and with me virtually at the very least in a very, very warm Adelaide studio is David Scott. Scotty, um, great to see you, mate. Um, hot in Adelaide, not so hot in the market, I guess you could say. We, we've seen another drop. Yeah, third day in a row. Uh, so that equals the longest losing streak so far this year. We're off about no, nearly 4% from the highs that we saw earlier uh, this month. So yeah, it's, um, reporting season has really failed to go meet what was sky-high expectations more broadly in aggregate terms. And yeah, just coming off the ball and then of course you throw into the mix what people are saying about with interest rates and the renewed concerns about a no landing and a re-acceleration inflation. And they're not surprised we're pulling back a little bit today. Yeah, not surprising at all. Well, let's get through some of just the movers and shakers. The materials were off again. Um, I'm not a big believer in efficient markets, to be honest. I've seen too many people lose too much money uh, trading, uh, well, everything to, to believe that uh, the day-to-day price action is necessarily much to go by. And for me, it was BHP dropping 2.6% or thereabouts that was a big weight on the market and uh, perhaps a more sober assessment of what was a fairly underwhelming and below expectation uh, set of figures from the company in the last few days. So the material sector was down 1.4%. Rio actually held up reasonably well despite also posting what was based on expectations or next to expectations, a disappointing set of results uh, last night, naturally, uh, with uh, the reporting in uh, in London. Uh, but the flip side of the equation, healthcare did reasonably well up 1.32% for the session. Uh, utilities up as well. Uh, news of the day though, Scuddy, I mean, it's hard to sort of uh, pick, uh, pick uh, what, what you sort of want to home in on because we had a, a lot of companies reporting once again, um, Qantas being one of them. Uh, you can re- read my view uh, on on that one today. Um, I, I wax lyrical and uh, and uh, about it, particularly the share buyback. But its shares were off by six point five percent. Looking across the board, Scotty, any of the sort of corporate news there jump out out to you? I don't know if there was anything there necessarily you could infer much more from it from a macro point of view. Other than we've got a few businesses pointing to the fact that it's going to be a little bit uh, tougher business conditions, a tougher economy perhaps in the next twelve months. Yeah, well, look, a lot of the moves just reflect the market's positioning beforehand. You know, Qantas just ran up so hard. Everyone's been uh, so eagerly enthusiastic to embrace uh, the tourism trade. But the one thing I go and point to is that, uh, you know, Ford looking, uh, and I've said this countless times, you know, when it comes to things like the Virgin IPO, which is coming down the pipeline, it's as good as it gets, I think, in my opinion, at least, uh, as to what you're going to get when it comes to the airline industry. And uh, given some of the other shocks we've seen over the years, it's, you uh, know, do you want to be buying up at these levels when everything's price perfection? Well, same you could probably say for BHP and Rio and iron ore. Prices looking very good at the moment, uh, helped fuel by that China reopening trade. That, to me, is the biggest one. Like, you know, a lot of the other really big underperformers this reporting season have been the stocks that run the hardest into it. 
Yeah, I mean, I um, I was writing a little article for one of our commercial partners, just a little bit of a preview on things, and I was sort of flabbergasted, to be honest, that Qantas had something like a, a consensus buy rating, and I think seven, uh, 13 out of 17 brokers off the top of my head were, were recommending a buy of the stock. It's just one of those situations where it's almost a contrarian indicator in those situations where so much is uh, assumed already uh, about the future that you know how much more good news can possibly be priced in but um, nevertheless uh, we digress just a little bit because with all of that kind of earnings news we may as well get to the stock of the day now we were privileged enough to have a discussion with the Blackmore's CEO on the call today and uh, Koshi did that interview but it was also our stock of the day of course Michael Gable and Ben Clark uh, gave their views on the company here's what they had to say Probably a hold based right. on this on this this set of numbers, and particularly given the share price reaction, yep. you know, I'd, I'd, okay. I wouldn't be selling it now. No. I'd be curious to to know if because um, Blackmores is more of a premium mm. um, product. I wonder mm. if um, you know consumers might even downgrade to another vitamin that's that's not Blackmores. Um, yeah. I wonder if they yeah. they see that in the tough times, but. There we have it. Yeah, the, the market spoke pretty uh, pretty firmly about it. Obviously today, one of the worst performers on the 200. That's another one of those stocks that ran pretty hard and the uh, China reopening optimism. Uh, yeah, so maybe uh, again bit of fatigue in that move coming through yeah without a doubt and it's interesting actually i was looking at a few charts of the hang Seng and chinese equities seem to lead uh global markets lower over the last few weeks they turned uh at the start or at the end of january or thereabouts um and then everything else has fallen into place so uh, a much needed level of soberness perhaps uh, coming into play when it comes to the expectations for what china could actually reasonably deliver in terms of growth in the year ahead but scotty uh i know you're on uh mostly the the mornings at the moment and uh you know, you're, you're, you're focused sort of obviously on the, the high quality interviews rather than the quantity like myself. But um, anything that sort of jumped out at you today, potentially as far as a, a chat that, uh, that, that that you had that was uh, noteworthy? Uh, Gavin went from uh, Mine Life Report, went through uh, what he's seen when it comes to crude oil, gold and uh, uranium. Some pretty uh, pretty popular markets, including amongst the uh, retail punters out there. So yeah, feeling pretty optimistic. In fact, uh, calls gold one of his top three trades of the year from a long perspective. So that uh, gives you a bit of a taste as to what he was talking about. Also, Andrew Villant uh, was uh, having a chat with him in the global year. Uh, a lot of people have been on the program talking about how the US market is looking pretty expensive still, even with the pullback we saw last year. Earnings risk still out there at this point in time, still likely to go and see more tightening coming through from the Federal Reserve. So if you want to go and uh, avoid US stock exposure, but uh, invest globally, yeah, there's a couple of options there to go and to be your fancy. So yeah, they're my two picks of the day. Yeah, well, uh, a lot of CEO conversations for me today. Uh, I spoke to Pepper Money CEO, the Pexa CEO, uh, Pete uh, Co CEO as well, uh, which was a pleasant surprise, I have to say. So um, a few few uh, discussions to to go back on there as well. Um, also had a really good chat to Roger Montgomery about this uh, new no-landing scenario for the US economy and what uh, that means and how it could potentially come about. So uh, if you want to get across the new buzz phrase in the financial world, the no-landing scenario, certainly listen to that. He does actually give a, a great uh, perspective in terms of investing in uh, 
what would be effectively just a Goldilocks environment. It's a new way of saying Goldilocks, he, he thinks anyway. But um, Scotty, we had Fed minutes in the morning. Um, they're still going to hike rates. They're still going to hike rates probably three times. Uh, and before, you know, markets, Euro dollars are still pricing in a, a slight chance of a cut at the back end of the year. But anyway, markets are, are pricing in rate hikes, not good for stocks. A um, little bit of data out tonight. Anything that really sort of catches your eye as being a key uh, risk event to keep an eye out for by any chance? Uh, look, to me, it's still coming to what's going to be tomorrow night rather than the tonight. So, of course, we get the other usual gambit of things like you no know, jobless claims and the like. But really, it comes down to you know what's going on when it comes to inflation, PC deflator, core PCE. Keep a close eye on that one, and what's going on with income and spending levels. Uh, we saw some pretty strong uh, retail sales data. Was that replicated as well across the services side of the economy? Well, if it is, it uh, suggests the U.S. economy is looking pretty good and probably more work for the Fed to do. So to me, that's the one event that uh, is going to go and really dictate how we're going to kick off next week. Yeah, and uh, just as far as uh, a way of segueing out of here, E-minis are up uh, about half a percent after last night's dip. So we'll see if that managed to, uh, manages to hold through uh, to cash trade on Wall Street. And, you know, the cash trade on Wall Street can, you know, do anything but uh, to move lower, which has obviously been the theme for, well, probably the month of February. And funnily enough, we're almost at the end of the month of February and end of summer, but uh, I digress. Anyway, Scotty, I'll let you go enjoy the good weather. Uh, it's always a pleasure. See you tomorrow morning.